three. Rustwater was as dead as ever when they snuck out the crawlway and scrabbled up onto the canal bank just to the west of the echo hole. Varsavi's procession had vanished, and although the three gentlemen bastards crouched low and scanned the occulted sky for any hint of a swooping hawk, they caught not a glimpse. Let's make for coal smoke, said Locke. Past Beggar's Barrow. We can steal a boat and slip home through the culvert. The drainage culvert on the south side of the temple district, just beneath the house of Perilandro, had a concealed slide mechanism within the cage that covered it from the outside. The gentlemen bastards could open it at will to come and go quietly. Good idea, said Jean. I'm not comfortable being about on the streets and bridges. They crept south, grateful for the low warm mists that swirled around them. Jean had his hatchets out and was moving his head from side to side, watchful as a cat on a swaying clothesline. He led them over a bridge, with Locke constantly stumbling and falling behind, then down the southeastern shore of the quiet. Here the lightless black heap of Beggar's Barrow loomed in the mists to their left, and the wet stink of pauper's graves filled the air. "'Not a watchman,' whispered Locke. "'Not a Shades Hill boy or girl. Not a soul.' Even for this neighborhood, that's damn peculiar. Has anything about tonight been right yet? Jean set as rapid a pace as he could, and they soon crossed another bridge, south into coal smoke. Locke labored to keep up, clutching his aching stomach and ribs. Bug brought up their rear, constantly peering over his shoulder. On the northeastern edge of coal smoke, there was a line of weathered docks, sagging stairs and crumbling stone keys. All the larger, nicer boats and barges were locked and chained, but a few small cockle-shells bobbed here and there, secured by nothing more than rope. In a city full of such little boats, no sane thief would bother stealing one, most of the time. They clambered into the first one that chanced to have an oar. Locke collapsed at the stern while Bug took up the oar and Jean cast off the rope. "'Thank you, Bug.' Jean squeezed himself down into the wet bottom of the little wooden craft. All three of them made for a tight fit. I'll trade off with you in just a bit. What, no crack about my moral education? Your moral education is over. Jean stared up into the sky as the dockside receded and Bug took them out into the canal's heart. Now you're going to learn a thing or two about war.